0: Our podcast. I'm Isabel here today with August, Ava, and Annabelle, and we're discussing the question why should we care about events in other parts of the world? What do you think,
1: Annabelle? Um, I think that we should care about events in other parts of the world because, depending on the events, they can directly affect our daily lives. Like in Anne Frank on page 192, she's talking about the kids who were like eight or 11 years old, so that's like super young, and they were breaking windows and stuff and stealing from people, you know.
0: That's pretty severe. Mm -hmm. Right. And also the new rules from the Germans affected the Jewish people a lot because if a city was occupied by Nazis, they had to hide and Mm -hmm. escape or they would be immediately taken to concentration camps. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: So if something good was going on, would we want to know
2: about it? I think I would want to know about it. It's important to know the good things that are going on, but it's also important to know the bad things that are going on around the world.
3: Yes. Yes.
1: Like, something in my life, if something good was going on, like, that'd be, like, if my favorite store was having a sale, like, I want to know about that and go get some (laughs) clothes or something. Yeah.
0: And it's, like, if you travel to a different country, you can learn about their culture and things that this specific country does differently than you do at home. But if something sad was going on, would you want to know about that, too?
3: I feel like I would because I would want to be prepared for the worst news instead of being surprised by it. But also, like, I might not want my kids knowing about it. Because they might get really sad, but also I would want them knowing about it because then I could have a teachable moment.
2: Yeah, because if something sad was going on, it's important to know, like, what the mistakes we made in our past so we can learn from them in the future. Like the Holocaust, that was, like, really bad. And so by that, what was that— what was that experiment called again? The The Milgram. Milgram. The Milgram experiment. It showed that any of us could be just like the Germans being tricked and, like, feared. And so we learn about the Holocaust to make sure history doesn't repeat itself. And,
0: And the Holocaust teaches us simple morality. Right, so I think that even if something sad is going on in history, it's important to know about it in the future if some people weren't as aware when it was actually happening. Yeah, right. I think Anne Frank would maybe not really need to know what was exactly going on to other Jews because in the book she kind of gets depressed and she has a lot of guilt, she says. Um, But if she knew what was happening to the Jews in the concentration camps, she might have gotten a lot more depressed and had a lot more guilt.
1: Yeah, I feel like the survivor's guilt, how she wasn't taken to concentration camps. She feels bad for her friend, like, Lise and, like, Peter Wessel and all these people who she doesn't know what's happening to
0: now. Right, and when she dreams about them, it's like her self-conscious is feeling guilty about it. Mm -hmm.
3: And also the only way she could hear about the outside world was through radio, and they might not have even known what was going on inside the concentration camps.
0: Right, because the people on the radio were trying to... Spread positivity more than
3: yeah the exact person details.
0: But
2: at least like Anne's family was like prepared to like hide and where to go. Unlike in Ellie all they weren't prepared at all. They just had kind of, like it's gonna be fine. We just need to stick together as a family, and they just went to the concentration camps feeling fine.
1: Yeah, like going off what you said about Anne and Ellie being a lot different. Because Anne's family was, like, prepared to go into hiding. But then Ellie, his dad, on page 9, he asked his father to sell everything, to liquidate everything, and to leave. But his dad said that he was too old and that, like, it was too late to start from scratch in America.
0: Right. And Jews also, I think, a lot of people in Europe at the time didn't really think that Hitler was going to be that much of a problem. They just thought, oh, it's fine. It's just a temporary thing. We don't need to go to all this trouble and pack up everything and move. It's not gonna actually happen.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and like in the book, they kept on saying like, like this whole
0: entire time was so optimistic. And they thought everything would be fine. Right. I think part of the reason that they were so optimistic is the news that they were hearing from Meep and Ellie and from the radio was only the positive little bits, a little bit of negative, but mostly positive, just to keep their hopes up. Yeah. yeah. So Anne really cared about the events that were going on because it was really the only new and interesting thing that happened in the annex. So do you think that if we didn't care about any other events, we would feel isolated, uneducated, or disconnected?
1: Well, like, in the beginning of World War two, the U.S. was practicing isolationism, so they were, like, unconnected from whatever else was going on with the war. Right. But then as soon as the Japanese came in and bombed Pearl Harbor, they got directly affected, and so they entered the war. So I feel like they probably were isolated, and unknowledgeable about what was going on in the times.
3: So right. And then yeah. that turned out not to work for them. Right, not at all. And kind of like The Giver, because there was another society, but no one knew about it, and they were practicing isolation. Yeah. So I can understand why some people
2: might want to be isolated out, um, from outside the world, because Anne, Anne is, like, sick of the war, and she has no business in being in it. She hates the war. And she says... So that the bad is on the outside and the good is on the inside. And I keep on trying to find a way of becoming what I would like to be and what I could be if there weren't any other people living in the world. Well, she's kind of like wants to isolate herself from like everyone
1: out in the world because she's kind of sick of everyone. Right, kind of like going off what August said about The Giver. They didn't have any bad memories, but I feel like that would be kind of sad because then you wouldn't be able to fully appreciate, like, good memories. Yeah, right. so. yeah.
0: that's kind of going back to what we were saying about how if, if you're uneducated about what's going on around you, you can um, be isolated from what's going on and then not be able to represent it for the next generation and in history. Um, So, going off what we were talking about, about being isolated, would you want to know if a country was having a war? Would we try and prevent it, or should we just not care about their problems?
1: Um, I feel like it depends on what they're fighting about. Like, if they're putting innocent people through really hard, difficult things, I feel like we should try to get in there and stop that.
0: Right.
3: Yeah, like, if we supported it, or if we didn't support it. And also, if we did, do you think it would just... Make things messier and create enemies or like gain allies?
0: I feel more. like that question is really depending on the situation. Yeah, exactly. there's not really a concrete answer for that. But um, if the country had materials or technology that your country didn't, would you want to know that they had it?
2: Yeah, I would want you to know because going back to like World War II. If I was Germany, I would want to know about the submarine technology and how I could get it because that was a big reason why they uh, it was hard for them to go over the Atlantic Theater.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. Also, technology includes like maybe cures for diseases stuff. So I would want to know
0: if other countries had cures for diseases. Right. Yeah. That's like the science going on in other countries. Hopefully, um, countries would share that with other people yeah. because that could be um a really a really big thing yeah
2: during the cold wars the uh <laughs> Russia and the U.S. had like a nuclear arm race and creating all this technology they kept each other in check and like and they kept expanding their technology uh new things from each other right like gaining more
1: knowledge right.
0: yeah. mm-hmm. so it seems like technology is a theme of power yeah they use yeah, it technology or like, science people. Technology, science, all the innovations, just the country with the most, seems like the yeah. most powerful and the most, with yeah. the country with the most advantages. Yeah,
3: also I feel like I would be kind of scared though, because if we did know that other countries had bigger bombs or something that we had and guns, I feel like we would be living in fear. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But it's important to know, like, the technology that other yeah, countries have so we can be, like, prepared just in case they attack us.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like if I was one of those people living in Hiroshima when the bombing was going on, I would be really scared. I would also want to
0: know that they were going to bomb us so I could hopefully get out of there. Do you think that um, news agencies and the radio has a really great power over people because they can either make the people feel... Um, really hopeful, or they can actually tell the people what's going on.
1: Right, I feel like they do have a really big, like, grip on their audience, and that if they send out fake news, that can really, like, confuse and, like, just mess things up. Like,
2: in the Holocaust, like, they made it so, like, Jews sound like so, they made, like, the most bizarre, like, things about Jews.
0: Yeah,
1: like, like how they were Christ killers.
0: And especially for Anne Frank, she needed to know, like, what was actually happening because it directly affected her on where the Nazis were on anybody was suspicious in the (laughs) warehouse that she was living in. So why do you think that it's important to learn about the Holocaust rather than other things in history?
2: Because um, it's like, it shows us what's bad and wrong. It shows us the real story, like, the Germans can, like, hide all this, the fact that, like, that they didn't, like, torture these Jews, but it shows us, like, what the Jews have to live through.
0: Right, and what you have to speak up for and stand up for. Yeah,
2: yeah. standing up mm-hmm. for, like, the Jews. Because, yeah, because the Jews, like, no, everyone's, like, quiet. No one said anything
0: about them, like, right. what they were doing to the Jews. So when we were at the Holocaust Museum, there was this quote, um by Martin Niemoller, and it says, First they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for. So I think that you have to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. At the very first sign of trouble.
2: Because it's kind of like the goal of rule where, like, if you treat them this way, you're... Yeah, because then, like,
1: be treat others how you want to be treated. So then, like, you stand up for someone and then they can stand up for you. So you guys can kind of, like, rebel have, against yeah. the authority.
2: Because you wouldn't be, like, want to be in the Jewish position,
1: Jewish people. Right. You have to have, like, sympathy for other people.
2: Yeah. Because once you, like, watch people selectively take away other people's fruit up and just staying quiet and don't say anything, they could take away your freedom any day
3: that will will stick up for you. Mm -hmm. And this was such a terrible event, and we definitely wouldn't want it to happen again, just like how we don't want history to repeat itself. Yeah, definitely learning from our mistakes.
0: All right, thank you very much for listening, and thanks to Annabelle, August, and Ava for speaking today.